This is MJ. I'm an author, I'm an artist, I'm an analyzer. You can find all my work at mjmunoz.com. Welcome to my fully operational Star Wars analysis. I am discussing Ahsoka Episode 6, which was kind of weird. Uh, overall, it was interesting, but it was definitely kind of weird. Uh, I didn't really pay super close attention to who the director was. I think her name was some lady. Oh my gosh. Woo! That's actually not a sexist, misogynistic comment for me. That's a, uh, like, deep cut. Uh, like, it's become an inner joke. An inner joke? An inside joke with my family. Uh, between me and my wife and kids. And, uh, hey, here it is. Here it is, popped into my show. Ruining it. Driving people away from me. Making sure I'll never... Well, never mind. Uh, so, anyway. Yeah. It was interesting. Uh, despite the fact that it's about some lady named Ahsoka, we hardly got to see your girl Snips. So... That was kind of interesting. Uh, we did get to spend a lot of time with your girl, Sabine Wren. And uh, I gotta say, I did not like her like at all this episode. She wasn't very compelling. Uh, I didn't like those weird creatures that Ezra's been slumming it with. Um, and uh, I don't know. I didn't even really like the Howler, which was the name for uh, Sabine's Holf mount that Filoni wanted to give her. And uh, I don't know. It honestly, it seemed less like a wolf horse and more like a rat horse. Like I got Rous vibes big time from that thing. Like the flatishness and the wideness of its mouth feels very uh, unlupine. I I guess you could say unlupine. How how would you say that? No, it don't feel wolfy to me. So um, I thought that was weird. And then like the little um, I don't know white trash RV. Uh, retirement turtles or whatever that you had there. Sorry, you see what I was going for. It didn't quite work. But yeah, like the weird, you know, turtle rock shell guys, they were kind of weird. And like, I don't know, if you think that they're sentient beings and yet the howler ostensibly eats them like they're, uh, you know, like, you know, common turtles or something and he's a coyote. Uh, a little weird. Um, I don't know, kind of odd. Um, I gotta tell you, my favorite part... Oh, speaking of things that I thought were odd. Uh, I have to say, and I'm sure this will be heretical to some, I did not enjoy the look of Grand Admiral Thrawn. Um, I'm vaguely familiar with uh, Lars Nicholson, right? He's, uh... Didn't his brother play Krennic? And now he... Anyway, that's, that's that seems weird to me, but regardless. Um, like, I think they should have gotten the brother who played Krennic and painted him blue. Because uh, I didn't like something about the Thrawn, like... I mean, look, I gotta be honest, I could probably lose, like, 30 pounds, um, but I'm not paid to be on screen and be, like, you know, <laughs> uh, in a past life, no, I still like Bruce Campbell. Bruce Campbell, uh, talks about, in a commentary for one of the movies that he did, that he would hardly see his wife, who he had just married at the time, she was a costume, like, she was a seamstress working on costumes for the movie he was working on. And he'd go, oh, honey, I'll, I'll see you later. Uh, I gotta go work out. And uh, after that, Sam's gonna... Uh, wait, is Sam? Yeah. Sam's gonna... He says he's gotta shoot some extra scenes with me, but I don't think anybody's gonna be there. Um, that's a joke about Sam Raimi. You know, he likes to just, like, beat up his friend, Bruce Campbell, who did movies for him. It's a weird joke, sorry. It's not a joke, it's true. It's just a funny reference to that. Uh, so, yeah, I uh, I didn't really like the look that they had going for Thrawn. I gotta be honest, he looks a little paunchy, and 
that was surprising to me because you'd think living on a wasteland of a world with uh, minimum resources. Uh, we saw the guy was into fitness during Rebels, and you would think he would have kept up with that. And I understand that the actor is not the person, but the actor is a person who's literally played to pretend that there's somebody else and play a role. And uh, they could have gotten anybody to paint blue and put red contact lenses in or uh, you know, CGI their eyes red or whatever they did for him. And, uh, you know, it didn't have to be uh, the guy who did the voice. Ashley Eckstein isn't playing Ahsoka. Um, I can't remember the name of the young man. Something Taylor, I believe, uh, is not playing uh, Ezra Bridger. Tia Sergar is not playing uh, Sabine Wren, etc., uh, etc. Et Ad infinitum, uh, the only person who's playing the character who they voiced in Rebels is Clancy Brown, because I'm pretty sure, I'm like 98% sure that the character of that mayor guy was designed to look like Clancy Brown because they wanted him to be voiced by Clancy Brown, who maybe Filoni was like a big fan of Highlander and whatever else he's been in live action, because I don't really know. That's the only thing I know him from live action besides Rebels, or not Rebels. Uh, he voiced the guy in Rebels, and then besides, uh, whatchamacallit, Ahsoka. So that's that's weird. Um, that's weird. So yeah, I, I was not a fan of the look of Grand Admiral Thrawn. Um, he didn't look grand, he didn't look Admiral, and he didn't look Thrawn to me. And... I don't know, I guess it's just something I'm going to have to live with. And I really thought it was too bad, because I think they could have gone a different direction with him. I don't know if it's that they could have gone a different direction with him, or if I just plum didn't like it. Um, I like Baron Papanoida, played by one George Lucas, and uh, one of the Papanoida girls played by his daughter, I believe it was Katie Lucas, but I'm not 100% sure. Please do not quote me on that. I thought they looked really good as blue people, as the Pantorans who they played um, in A Revenge of the Sith. Uh, like I said, I thought they looked really good. There was nothing off-putting about their appearance. Um, I'm pretty sure from looking at the uh, special material, special material, like the extras, the bonus material from the movies, that they were just like in blue face paint makeup stuff, whereas uh, the guy playing Thrawn looks like he's in some other sort of thing, which I know that's uh, you know not the best uh, not the best way to put it, but I don't know it looks like they're doing something else with him, and I don't think I like the thing that doing they're doing with him, and uh, I mean yeah I just I don't really like the look of it. Um, like his eyes look okay, uh, but just something is off. <laughs> Something's off and I don't like it. And, uh, I mean, I'm not like angry and I'm not hurt. It's just, I saw the still images from him or the, you know, snapshots we saw of him in the trailer. And I thought he looks kind of weird. I, I'm not really sure I dig this look and it never got any better. I expected it would, uh, and then it didn't. So that's kind of interesting, isn't it? <laughs> Uh, it's kind of interesting. So, yeah, that was, uh, I don't know. I don't know how to feel about that. It's it's strange to me. It's strange to me, and I'm disappointed that I don't like the look of him better. And, uh, yeah, I'm not sure what else to say about, about that. Um, this, this thing where he seems to be into, like, the idea of destiny uh, that the Night Sisters are obsessed with these great mothers uh is i guess it's interesting um 
what I think is more interesting is that he has this alliance with them, and I mean, I guess it makes sense, but just it makes it feel like he's always had an alliance with the Night Sisters, and I just don't know that that's true, and I don't know where that idea came from. I mean, other than the mind of Dave Filoni, I certainly don't remember it being part of um, Rebels or uh, basically anything else. But you know, I haven't kept up on the uh, the new uh, Thrawn books that the original author and creator of Thrawn, uh, Timothy Zahn, uh, has been doing for uh, Disney Lucasfilm. So, yeah, I mean, I very well am, you know, I'm admitting my ignorance there, um, and uh, and I feel good about it. I don't actually feel good about ignorance. I think ignorance is a bad thing, but what I am saying is, um, you know, I'm not going to let it hurt me that I don't know uh, this thing because I wasn't following up on these books. Uh, I have nothing against Zahn. I enjoy Timothy Zahn's work, um, but I just wasn't that interested in uh, Thrawn as a character. He never really compelled me. Like, he was an interesting foe for uh, Luke, Han, and Leia. But beyond that, I just wasn't... uh, He wasn't wasn't the guy for me. He was not the guy for me. Juris Sebeoth, I enjoyed... But uh, Thrawn, not so much. Um, never really made sense to me how he was that smart. Maybe it's because I was dumb. <laughs> I was in high school when I first read the books, but even I, I revisited them recently, and I just thought, eh, I don't know. I could take him or leave him. Take him or leave him. Um, so, like, it's like I'll be honest. It just seemed like too much sometimes. Like, really, you're predicting that based on this little information? That seems odd. Like the whole. Um, you know, Chewbacca must be in the ship with, uh, with Organa Solo because this, that, and whatever. It's like, really, dude? How do you know that? How do you know that? Anyway, um, <clears throat> so talking, getting back to talking about this episode, which is what I'm supposed to be doing. Uh, yeah, it was, uh, you know, it was, it was interesting. It was weird. Um, uh, I watched Willow for the very first time with my kids like a few months ago, and I gotta say. I get strong Willow vibes from this wasteland planet, and uh, I don't know if it's a Willow or oh somewhere between Never Ending Story two, the like beetle armor guys that Atreyu and uh, Cool Bastion fight. Um, I I didn't realize this is a kid, but between Never Ending Story one and two, they changed the kid who plays Bastion and. Uh, the kid number two is like way cooler, and uh, <laughs> I'm very tangential this morning. In the book, um, real Sebastian is a fat nerd kid, uh, and they made him like a skinny nerd kid in the first movie. And in the second movie, they just said like, you know what? This is Hollywood. We're gonna make this kid cool. He's gonna be so awesome. He he actually bullied me in high school, or no, in, uh, in middle school. That's not true, but he could have. Um, but uh, yeah, so it's interesting to see. I'm sorry, that whole never-ending story thing got me. Oh, yeah, yeah, the The red armor guys. Like, they really reminded me of that, and that was kind of cool. And, like, I don't know, something with the Howler kind of reminded me of uh, some of the guys in Dark Crystal. And, I don't know, it was just, like, it was, like, a really weird, like, I guess they did a good job of making this galaxy far, far away, uh, which I can't believe they actually used that. Uh, it's kind of cool, kind of crazy. Um, they made them feel foreign, and they made them feel like they're from 
far, far away. And that was interesting. Uh, that was really interesting. But, uh, yeah, I'm not sure how I feel about all that. I, um, I mean, I guess it's good that there was this totally different vibe. You don't want it to feel the same because, you know, then what's the point of doing it different if it's just going to be the same, right? I mean, that makes sense. Uh, feels a little silly to say, but I think that's uh, a completely accurate statement. So, anyway, yeah, I, I don't know. It's uh, It was interesting. It was definitely interesting. Um you know, I have some misgivings, but, you know, I've shared those with you, so you know exactly what I'm talking about. And goodness gracious me, golly golly, I don't know. I don't know what more to say. It's definitely an interesting show. I did not expect Ezra to be found so quickly and easily. Uh, I enjoy spoilers because they don't really ruin stories for me, so I have spoilers about uh, some of the stuff he might be doing uh, in the next episode if he ends up fighting or something like that. And I think it's pretty cool. Um, I, I like the sound of it. It's, it should be fun stuff to watch. But uh, I just, uh, I don't know. Are these, <laughs> I don't know where this is going to go from here. And like, I hate, uh, so you've got this great, you know, smarmy uh, picture of Ezra. He must have known Sabine was there, and he's like, oh, I'm going to stand here, and I'm going to make an entrance. That, that feels like something uh, – it totally feels like something that Ezra would do as he's waiting for her because he can hear her in the camp, right? Um, but, like, I just pictured that I hit with the caption, local mans put – local man or, like, uh, you know, man from different galaxy puts that other galaxy in complete jeopardy because his friend is too dumb to stay away or whatever. Like, you know, he's interested in going back home, and I can understand that, and he wants to go home. But the idea that him going home is going to cost, like, <laughs> if him going home causes the sequel trilogy to happen, basically, and, like, you know, Kylo Ren to come into power, and, uh, what's his name, Snape? Snape? Snoke? Snoke. Snape is the other one guy. Um, yeah, he, he puts bottles in death. Anyway, but, like, Snoke to come to power, and, like, all this chaos to happen, like, that's going to be really weird, and, uh... I think it'll, like, totally nullify any goodness of these characters, or at least of Sabine, um, because, you know, you know, it just shows how evil attachments are, because attachments lead you to jeopardize uh, an entire galaxy and put it into civil war just so you can see your <coughs> brother again one last time, or whatever. And, uh, I don't know, that just uh, it seems really strange. It seems really strange. I don't like it. Um, so I'm kind of all over the place. It was just, like, a weird episode. Like, there were really interesting, striking uh, visual things to say, um, or to, to say something about, to talk about. Um, the Night Sisters, like, okay, I gotta say this again. How is Morgan Elsbeth a Night Sister? How is that possible? She's not Dathomiri. What is going on? And why can't they just say, yes, you know, as you know... <laughs> I am half Dathomiri on my mother's side. My father was a foolish human, or whatever, and now I'm cursed to not look quite like my night sister, sisters, or whatever. I like when I saw the uh, the great mothers. I thought, ah, yes, those are night sisters. That's the Dathomiri look I want in my night. Like, what's wrong with that? And obviously, there's nothing wrong with that. But they chose to cast this lady. I like it's because she looks. Uh, anyway, so it's it's an odd, it, like there's a lot of odd choices, but there's a lot of interesting things going on as well. Like these weird legends of, you know, and fairy tales told of this other galaxy and perhaps of the 
knight, sister, witch, kingdom, whew, full of magic with a CK at the end of it. Um, it's interesting, and like, Balin says he's searching for the start of it all. Is he looking for the world between worlds so he can go in there and like, destroy the galaxy? Like, what kind of power is he looking for? This immeasurable power. What does he want? Is it the power to go into the world between worlds and do something, or is it some other sort of power? Uh, then there's the question of what is Thrawn loading up onto the ship? What cargo is he getting from uh, Dathomir? Uh, I'm going to assume it's Dark Crystals uh, to eventually power up uh, Starkiller Base or something like that. Um, Dark Kyber Crystals that the Night Witches have you know, messed with or whatever. Um that's the only thing I can think. It doesn't really matter. We're going to find out eventually, or we won't, whatever. It could be a story for another time. But yeah, like, I don't know. I was entertained. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the little conversations between Shin and Balin, and I enjoyed, um, I don't know. I guess I enjoyed Thrawn, like, I don't know. He was okay. He was okay. I'm going to have to see more. I, my, my, I'm suspending judgment for now, because I'd like to see more, and I want to know... Uh, you know, what more is going on. I don't like that guy named, being named Enoch, because I feel like that's a dishonor to Enoch, having it be some, you know, murderous trooper. Oh, and then, like, apparently the stormtroopers that are with Thrawn are called night troopers, like, it's nighttime, like, N-I-G-H-T, not K'night, you know, like, soldier people. And, uh, for some reason they were all, like, chanting when the, uh, when Morgan Elspeth and the other guys, like, showed up. So, like, is... And again, maybe I'm ignorant of this. Is Thrawn part of, like, a cult? Are they worshipping something or someone with their chanting and singing? And, like, why are they doing that? Was that to honor the Night Sisters? Maybe they say, like, you shall give us tribute in the form of song by singing and chanting every time we come near. Here are the lyrics. B minor, D flat, yes. Like, I don't get that. Like, that was dumb. Like, I get for ambiance and, like, I mean, if you want to have, like, I get it. The chanting is very uh, profound. It, like, triggers something emotionally in people um, because we're, you know, deep spiritual beings and whatnot. But, like, I don't know. I just didn't, uh, I didn't get it. It didn't connect with me. And it just, like, is Thrawn a religious figure? Like, is he some sort of, is he the Chiss Messiah? Um, And these guys are, like, helping his ascendancy? I don't know. It, it just, I don't know. It all seems very strange. So it's like, it's new ground and it's, you know, quite squishy and makes me uncomfortable and uh, I don't like the squelching and, you know, but I'm, I, I want to stick around and find out what exactly is going on. So that's what I'm going to do and uh, I guess that's what you're going to do with me. So until next time, folks, uh, this is, <laughs> I hope you take care of yourselves and each other. This is MJ signing out. I hope you enjoyed that. Go to mjmunoz.com to leave any questions, comments, or other feedback you might have. There you can find all of my analysis, art, and fiction. I cover books, tokusatsu, comic books, anime, and more. Look around. You're sure to find something else that you'll enjoy as well. This has been a Story Over Everything production.